This is Transcend with Nat, where we're discovering our higher purpose, sharing stories and awarenesses along the path of transcendence. Hi, and welcome to Transcend with Nat. This is Nat. I am your host. It's been a little while since I've done a podcast. Um, My life has been quite the roller coaster ride recently. As a native of California and having lived my entire life in California, uh, in the last few months I recently moved to Puerto Rico. And that was a longer move and a more intense uh, move than I could have expected. And in the midst of this moving um, to Puerto Rico, my best friend of, of many years uh, died unexpectedly. And so I found myself back in Los Angeles um, and also on top of the move, uh, doing my best to deal with that. Um, my friend's name was Eric and me and Eric went way back. For the past 20 years, we've been close friends and really in the last couple years with things that have gone on in my life and and also things that have been going on in the world, we um, became even closer. Uh, We spent many years together with our spiritual teacher, John Roger. Eric was uh, one of a few staff guys, including me, um, during my time with JR. And so we would travel the world with him. And often Eric and I would be roommates on the road and there was a number of trips that it was just me, Eric, and JR. So we went way back. So it was, it was a pretty difficult, devastating loss for me, obviously for his five-year-old kid and his wife, Kelly. Um, it was really difficult, to say the least, and it was also very difficult to lose a friend like that. And then in the midst of that, actually Siri, who was on this show many, many moons ago, my friend Siri, the medic, um, back in some of the earlier episodes, he was, I interviewed him, Uh, his daughter, one of his daughters, who I also was part of the village in raising her, right after Eric died, well, we were in the process of getting his memorial together and handled Um, his daughter had a tragic accident and she passed away too. So it's been a lot of death that has been nearby, um, in my life recently, along with this massive move. So that's really part of why, um, I have been offline for a bit. I haven't, you probably haven't seen me on social media or anywhere. It's just been um, handling the things that are present in my life. Uh, But really, one of the things that I wanted to, as I get back into this, and I'm so grateful to be back here doing this episode, um, but obviously having so much death around has uh, brought certain perspectives and things to the forefront. So as I get into this episode, I really want to tackle and discuss with you some of the more um, deeper, bigger concepts and experiences and um, what it's all about. 
and really looking at the heart of this life. Um, because this life is so short, it, it's just a blink in the, of the eye, and it's gone. Um, and nothing demonstrated that more than, than unexpected deaths of people who are rather young. Um, and so that's something that uh, has really brought certain things to my consciousness to look at. And so I really want to share that with you. Um, now, one of the things that helped me, there's a couple things, just as a, as a note, before we dive more into um, these bigger things, in terms of, of the grief, I had some great advice from my good friend, Phil, in terms of dealing with the death and that feeling, because any of you have experienced um, death, and especially an unexpected death, but even a death that's not unexpected, uh, of someone who's super close to you, recognizes that feeling of something missing, of that loss, of that, like there's just something really missing in life inside of you. What Phil told me is like, if you really look at it underneath those feelings of loss, those feelings of grief, is this deep loving for that person. And so the more you can go to that loving and bring forward that loving and focus on that loving of that person and bring that up, um, that that's, a, that's one way that can really help get through the situation. And it really did. I found that to be extremely valuable. So any of those out there of you who may be dealing with loss, may be dealing with grief, focusing on that loving so that when the person comes to your mind, when the person comes um, to your consciousness, that that loving that is there really comes up. So that's something that really helped me. And another thing, you know, when at different times we are at different levels of consciousness. And so when I'm in the higher consciousness, it's easy to see the spiritual view, to see how all things are for me and are um, part of my creation, but are really for my growth, my learning, my upliftment back into God, back into um, my awareness of the soul, of the divine and beyond. Uh, but when I'm not in that higher consciousness, when I'm, say, in the midst of deep grief, when I'm um, handling things in this level or the levels of the emotions um, or the mental level or unconscious things that are coming up or, or fears and imaginations and things of that nature, um, one of the things that I choose and I focus on in my life is how everything that happens is really for me. Everything that happens is because God loves me. And when I choose that framework, um, because it's easy to choose another framework of that victim consciousness of this is bad, why did this happen to me, and, and looking at things from that view, which I don't find is helpful at all. And so even when I, I'm not in the consciousness that just sees the truth of it, I still can choose. I can choose to see it how 
is most beneficial to me and to see it as something that is because God loves me, that this is happening for me, that this is for my greatest upliftment, my greatest growth. I find that extremely valuable as well. So I'm going to take a, a wide view now. We're going to zoom out. We're going to look at really what this life is about, um, especially on the path that I'm on, on this path of soul transcendence, of awakening to the higher levels of consciousness within myself and those of you who are on that path in your life, to just take a moment and view back. And to do that, I'm going to be using some excerpts from JR, from John Roger, his seminar called Mystical Traveler, A Direct Line to God. Um, and you can get that at msia.org. This is a great seminar that does have some of those higher, larger perspectives on life. And so without further ado, I'm going to just jump into the first excerpt that I pulled. Some of the premises that we're going to be dealing with here that I just want you to tuck away in the back of your mind. Out of God comes all things. God loves all of its creation, and not one soul will be lost. The soul is the energy of God manifest in the physical body. God cannot lose itself, or whatever God you're referring to is too small. The God that I'm referring to is whatever being that you can think of, that there is no greater being in existence is the God that I'm talking about. So if you've got one bigger than that, that's not the one I'm talking about. I'm talking about one larger than that. So in that excerpt, JR just lays out some foundational precepts that, that really are um, the underlying truths that, this is, that all of this rests upon. That out of God comes all things, and God loves all of its creation, and not one soul will be lost. So... You know, in the I just explained before that excerpt in the practical way um, how on a personal level you can use that God loves all its creation is that by choosing when you're not in the awareness of that, and maybe some of you haven't had the awareness of that yet, but even then it's a superior way until you recognize it as truth. And my experience of that is that there there's certain things that you don't have to know to know in terms of there's a truth knower inside of you. And as that awakens, it knows the truth when it hears it. And so whether you have the experience or the memory of the experience or the level of awareness of that, you can always have more awareness, always have a deeper experience of the divine, um, and there's always more. Yet on a practical level, you can start by just choosing to see that God loves all its creation, and that means you too, you are not the exception. And even in the midst of things that you don't understand, why they happen, what's going on, 
to choose to see it, to choose your attitude, to choose to see it as something that is for you and that is because of that loving. So let's move on to the next excerpt. There is coming out of God two things that we know of for sure. One is light, referred to in the scriptures as I am the light, the truth, the way. And another one that's referred to, comes out of it, is sound. Those two things come out of God. When that light and that sound blends together, they produce a chemistry called loving. That loving is who we are truly. And if we were to take and put this down here and call it love, and then extend this down here, we would have soul. Now see, the contradictory part of this is if if this is so, why don't I know that? If that's so true, why don't I experience loving all the time? There's a lot of reasons for that. We are creators, every one of us in this room. For good or for ill, we create. In fact, we're such efficient, effective creators that even a miscellaneous statement is taken into the consciousness, has a spiritual energy put on it, and it's actually being birthed in and around you. And at some point, it's put out there in the environment, and it comes back, and you wonder, how did I get that? I didn't ask for that. Then a little voice inside goes, 15 years ago, remember? You said, well, if I could, I would, and you made the statement. Now it's coming in. We say, yeah, but I really wasn't serious. Then the next question is, were you humorous? No. Well, how did it come into you? Serious. Then that's how you put it out. We actually get to reap precisely what we sow. No more, no less. It is an absolute fulfillment of the law. So there's a lot in that excerpt. And to start with, one of the the keys in there that he talked about is the light and the sound, which is together the loving. So one of the things to look at in life is if you really want to get to the essence, go to the loving. If you want to know what God's will is that you can cooperate with, you're going to find that in the loving action. So it can be really simple, this life. And that is to do everything in loving. Not always easy, but it's also if you're what you are creating, another aspect that he brought here, because of that divine essence, that God force within you that we call the soul, that is a creative energy. It's always creating. It's, it's, a, it's part of that divine. And so one of the purposes here is to learn to be a co-creator with God, which is who we are. So it's really finding that alignment and that flow with the Spirit and that attunement to those higher energies and moving your consciousness into alignment with that. 
And where is that found? It's found in the loving so that when you put things out in loving, and sometimes we all fall short. And so that's where we bring in the forgiveness to release that energy back into the loving, back into that which is. Um, and that loving that we're talking about is the light and the sound that comes from God. And so as we move and we create more in that loving, we become those responsible co-creators with God. And we start to see and recognize how everything in our life, everything that we're doing is part of our creation. Things that are happening seemingly to us are things that we created aloud or promoted. And they're not punishments. They are there for us, for our greatest awake, greater awakening into the spirit on our soul's journey. And some of you listening may be part of that issuance out from God, and some of you may be moving back into God. But if you're listening still, if you're listening to this, there's probably some part of you who that is vibrating to this higher light, this higher sound, because that's the energy that I'm working with and that I'm bringing through and that that is the energy that I resonate with in my life. So that comes through here and that resonates within you. And then we come into oneness in the resonance. So let's move on to the next excerpt. Now, the work that I do, which is quite unique, I'm one of those who carries keys to the sound current. And once that sound current is stirred inside of you as a human being, it's already there, it's just resting, and you come and they hear that sound inside vibrate. They're connected. As soon as they're connected, they start regenerating their very being. They will start changing in front of you physically, emotionally, mentally, and they become a new creature. Here's the bad news. They often leave behind the old creatures they grew up with. Here's the good news. They're going into the heart of God. The energy of God is doing two things at this time on the planet. One force is going away, and the other force is coming back in. One is centrifugal, the other is centripetal. Except here's the real funny thing about it. It just looks like one like this that's going away, and the other one coming up. The person coming back up is on their way back in. They've been to the outer frontier, and the other person is on their way back out getting all the experiences they can get. The soul's perfect, it's just inexperienced. So what it's doing is experiencing all of God's body. And let me tell you, that's real big. That's terrifically big. That's bigger than the word big. If you can think of the largest number that you can think of, and you can multiply it by itself, and you can just keep doing that until you die, you will not have begun to reach the edge of this universe Looking at this action, this spiritual action that is going on, this breathing in and out of 
the divine of God, this moving out from God and then the moving back into God. Um, and this is a, a vast movement, uh, extremely vast because we're dealing with all the levels of God's creation. So the, the level of bigness that we're dealing with here is obviously quite big. And we're working in these areas, as JR would say, worlds without end. Like if you really think about worlds without end, and what is our purpose here? What is the soul's purpose? Why, why are we here? Why is this soul taking on these bodies and going through all these experiences? Well, that is the purpose, is the experience of God experiencing itself, experiencing all these different aspects of God. It is really just God doing it to God. God experiencing God. And as we move in our awareness and as the soul moves and is moving back into the heart of God, if that's the point in the evolution of the soul, of the soul's journey, that you're it, that you're on, that that's when you start moving the awareness into these other levels. Um, and JR he's the one who brought me through these psychic lower levels into the higher levels spiritually um, through the levels of initiation into the various realms and into the higher levels. And that really is an awakening process, the awakening of that to the sound current within each level, to the God within each level. Um, moving through those various levels and karmas so that you can get into that level of awareness. And once you move into those positives, those higher levels of soul and beyond, there's the ability to deal with your creations from that higher level. So let's move to the next excerpt. You can take different paths. You, one can be a plumber and the other can be a dentist. Occupation has nothing to do with it. One can be male, the other can be female. has nothing to do with it sexually. What it does have to do with is you doing the necessary things to travel up the line of energy. And in each one of the levels, there is a sound that is heard and a color that is manifest. And as you start to travel back inside of you, through the levels of your junk, through the levels of your indecision, through whatever you've created in your life, you start going back and it starts to come out. When it comes out, we often say, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm getting worse. But if you're smart, you know that you're getting better because what's been sitting in there, festering, is now coming clear. If you're into healing, you know that you're going through a healing crisis. A healing crisis physically lasts about 24 hours. A spiritual healing crisis is called the dark night of the soul. How many of those can you have? Well, how many dark nights did you have? Lots. You're going to have a lot of them. I don't want to go through those again. You created it. There's another rule that comes out of spirit. Each person is responsible for their own creation. As you sow, so shall you reap. <coughs> 
Say I, no. Take a look at your life. You can find that out for yourself. But people go, no, I'm not going to look. I'm not going to look. It's okay, folks. <laughs> It'll tag you around, tag you around, and you turn around and wonder what's draining your energy. It is your incomplete. It is your indecisiveness. It is your lack of responsibility and accountability and awareness of yourself and how you function in this universe as a human being. And you get to come back and take care of it as many times as you want to. You know, reincarnation is an error. You reincarnate once and you re-embody after that. And you just pick up a new body. Well, that sounds like we can't do that. The soul of God can do anything God wants to. And if your God can't, your God's too small. Because we're talking about infinite, beyond a concept, beyond a content, beyond a context. We're outside a vocabulary. We're into that which is that holds it all together. So once again, as we move into these concepts, as we move into um, discussing these spiritual realities, we go beyond, it gets so big, it goes beyond the vocabulary. It becomes one of experience. Now, Jer said something early that it doesn't matter any of these outer things, what gender you are your sexual orientation, none of that matters. You know, what matters is that you are divine, that you are connected, that you are an extension of this God source and that you're moving, as you move back into that, that you go into these levels and, and move into that awareness of yourself as divine. And really, in a lot of ways, that is the preparation for death because as you move up in my experience there are just places that this level just doesn't matter it doesn't even exist in your consciousness in those levels and um, it's so insignificant in so many ways and that's really in the impersonal in the soul awareness and a beyond but in the personal level you know, we still have to deal with this level. And really what we're dealing with is our own creations. And in that excerpt, Jared talked about the things that come up as you go in. And, and these creations, these things that you've created that are now um, difficult for you to deal with, that are the sludge of life um, that come forward. And there's many tools to deal with that. And the, the biggest we we deal with that we teach that I learned from him and that, that I continue to promote is the spiritual exercises, which I have done um, many times in this podcast about that, about going in, about chanting the sacred tones that will vibrate you as we were talking about earlier to that sound current, that, that sound and light of God that comes through and it vibrates, it holds that frequency um, when they've been, given to you by someone who has that ability to charge them. And we all end up helping each other up on this path. And that those, as we move up, we bring others with us. And that's really the beauty of this. Now, one thing it really reminded me of hearing this excerpt is that my good friend Eric, who passed away, it was maybe a few months ago or so, 
uh, he finished an entire year of freeform writing every single day. And that's one of the tools of clearing the consciousness, the unconscious of these incompletions. And he, he like impressively to me, because I haven't done this, um, maybe that's why I'm still alive, but I haven't done this, to freeform write every single day without missing a day for an entire year. I was very impressed when I heard him talk, I mean, he was talking to me about it throughout the year, but then when he actually finished it and he had actually done it. And the freeform writing is just an amazing tool, which I have talked about before. I will include a link on how to do that. It's really a simple process of calling in the light, having a pad of paper, a pen, not a pencil because you don't want to break the flow if the pencil dulls or breaks, and having a pen and, and writing whatever comes present in your mind. It's not automatic writing. You're not letting the pen write. You're actually, whatever comes present in your consciousness, you write it down, um, and you just keep doing that as these things flow out from you. And then when you're done, you do not read it back because it's like you're putting the gar taking the garbage out. You don't want to bring it back in the house. So you don't reread it. You just rip it up and burn it and then move on to something else so you're not thinking about it. That's the basic guide for this. But I will put a link that gives more a more better detailed explanation of freeform writing. But a wonderful tool on this level uh, for letting go of those things, those energy fields, those energy blocks that are in our unconsciousness that we may be that may be holding us back from from having this greater awareness and recognition of the higher realities. So I'm going to move into the next excerpt now. But one thing you have to do as an individual is to check every one of them out. And I tell people, check this out. How are you going to check it out? Well, I'll go read the Bhagavad Gita. Well, all you're doing then is checking out the Bhagavad Gita. Well, I'll go read the Bible. Well, then all you're doing is checking out the Bible. Well, I'll go read the Upanishads. Well, all you're checking out is the Upanishads. Why don't you go read the Encyclopedia 2 and the Dictionary, because that's all you're checking out. Well, how do I check this out then? Go inside by the methods we teach you. Start chanting the sacred names of God. Start lifting up on the line of energy here. And as you go up, take a look for yourself. That's how you check it out. You go, oh, that's too much work. I don't want to do it. Of course not. Do it next time. It's like, no, I think I want to do it now. Then don't delay. Well, I'm too old. God, I'm too old. I can't do this. What do you mean you're too old? You're billions of years old. I'm billions of years old? Yeah, when God was created, you were created exactly the same time, which means what? You're always in existence as far as we can tell. And that excerpt just went right along with what I was discussing with you about going inside. Um, one of the, and checking it out for yourself and, and chanting those tones, which is the spiritual exercise. Now, one of the things that Jer brought up is going to these sacred texts, to the Bhagavad Gita, to the Bible. And I have gotten a great deal of um, value from reading many of the sacred texts because in their own ways and different uh, viewpoints, they all have the kernel of this truth, this 
sound and light of God that we're talking about here, this loving, this essence of who we are, um, the greatness and vastness of the realms and of God. And if you read it from that understanding of how this all works and how these levels exist, it brings new meaning to that which you're reading in these sacred texts. But you won't, you don't find it in the text. They may be guide posts and, and point the way if they're truly a sacred text. Um, but that's not where truth really resides. It resides within each, each individual. It resides in the spirit. Uh, and so one of the things that I've recently had people who have been asking me a lot about uh, different levels of initiation, um, the history um, and the lineage of sacred tones and doing these meditations and really a lot of curiosity questions, which I understand. I've been there. <laughs> I've definitely asked so many questions. But really, you can get rid of all of the sacred books. You can get rid of all of the sacred teachings that are in the outer world and that which is sacred still remains and exists and is available and is active and is alive within each person. And for those who have the eyes to see that, who have the ears to hear that, they will, regardless of what they read and what they see in this world, what they hear in this world, that essence within them, that sound that is that extension of God within them, that sound current will vibrate and they will vibrate to that in their awareness as they are ready, as they come in contact with someone who can um, pump that energy of the spirit in and give them that boost to have those greater experiences and awarenesses. And there's always someone available to do that here on this planet. And as is your time, you will resonate to that and it will take place. So really with all these curiosity questions, really with the lineages, in some ways it just doesn't matter. And most ways it doesn't matter because it's all here right now. What matters is the experience and the, the availability of the experience of all of this right now. And it's not something that you need to wait to die. In fact, it's really becomes a preparation for death, moving in and out of the body, moving into the higher levels of awareness. That becomes the preparation that becomes the, that attunement so that as you pass from this body, you know, maybe you'll take on another body, maybe you won't, but you'll move into the higher realms instead and continue on your journey back into the heart of God. So here's the last excerpt. We have three rules that we use. We say, use everything to your advantage. Sometimes that takes a lot of looking. Like, how's that to my advantage? The second one is, don't hurt yourself and don't hurt others. And the third one is, take care of yourself so you can help take care of others. And if we live our life within that matrix, 
we have a real good chance of finding the God inside that's been promised and been noted and been found by every mystic since the beginning of all creations. We have to, once again, differentiate the differences in creation. We have to know the difference in that so we know the similarities in that. Once we have found that, we become united inside of us, we become regenerated, and we're lifted up in the spirit. And we run into that one who has the key that says, here, it was always yours, you just set it aside. Now it's back and go on about your way. So Jer really simplifies it there by just talking about following some simple guidelines for living will naturally move you into this greater awareness. And that's to not hurt yourself and not hurt others, to take care of yourself so you can help take care of others and use everything for your advantage, for your advancement, learning and growth. And if we were to take what is the basis of all of those things, what, what is the basis is loving. And so move to loving and you can move to it by doing, by following those guidelines for living. And in that way, life becomes simple and becomes full and abundant because you're more connected and attuned to that divine source within you. So that's what I have for you for today. It's really nice to be back here with all of you. Uh, you can go to my website, transcend.online, um, and you can contact me through the website. And I love to hear from you. Um, I'm getting settled here in Puerto Rico. It's, uh, it's definitely still a process. I'm sitting in a room with boxes and stuff everywhere, all around. Uh, and so I'm still in that process. Um, but I'm settled enough now to be able to uh, have this connection with you through this podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. Love to you all. Light ahead. God bless. Just forgive yourself. Come on, let it be. Cause I'm free.